What is the rush? Where are you striving to get? And what do you think that some undefined, non-existent future moment will hold that you can't access right now? You may have noticed that I have not posted a podcast in the past few weeks. And that goes in direct contrast to everything that I've learned from business and marketing gurus because they tell about the absolute importance of being consistent in whatever you're creating, whether it's a newsletter or a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever it is that you're doing. Now, there may be some helpful kind of grain of truth in that, and it's really not that relevant in the far end, in the grand scheme of things. It's not worth stressing about or sacrificing my health in order to live up to some assumption, some idea about how things need to be done. You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. One of my favorite quotes is, nature doesn't hurry yet everything is accomplished. And there is a truth to that. Because there's a interdependence about our experience that goes far beyond our conscious brains trying to micromanage the crap out of everything and check off our to-do lists. And it may feel good to work until 2 a.m. and check off everything on your to-do list, but what I've found about being alive is that tomorrow will bring a new to-do list. <laughs> and so we're, we're habitually caught in this cycle of stress and distress and relief and then more stress and distress. And I'm not denying the fact that some of us at certain periods in our lives have a lot of things going on. And that's certainly been my own personal case where I've been working 12-hour days for the past month or so. And so could I have posted a podcast before now? Yes, certainly I could have. I could have fought through it. But the truth is my, my body was telling me to sleep, and so I honored that. And so what is your body telling you? How can you begin to allow your system to work as it's designed? And what I mean by that is your conscious mind, right? The one that's always thinking, it's like racing before you go to bed. It might be racing when you get up. How can that link up better with the subconscious parts, meaning the parts of you that you don't control, the moments of inspiration like I have right now to put this podcast out. The motivation, inspiration is there. And so I followed it. And it's very simple. And I always knew that, again, another podcast would get done. It just wouldn't be in the time frame I originally imagined. But that was, that's, it's actually okay. There's not a life or death situation here. It's really not. And so what areas of your life are you treating as if they're the be-all to end-all? 
But if you look with a little bit more perspective, with a little bit more objectivity, you can see maybe it's really not worth jeopardizing your health or your relationships. Because goals, although they can be fun, goals can also turn against us. We can begin to feel fear that we won't achieve them. And we put this immense amount of self-inflicted pressure on ourselves. We put it on ourselves. I'll say it again. That's coming from nowhere else other than us believing the idea that things have to go a certain way by a certain time frame or else. That's either come from something we've heard before or, or some idea we had once about how things should be and we really latched on to it. I mean, we sunk our teeth in that idea and we will not give it up. It has to be this way. Does it really? There's the saying, there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And when it comes to life and being in action and, and reaching goals, that's certainly true. So allow those moments of inspiration to come through. Can you allow just a little bit of space for the tyrant in your mind to just calm down a little bit? so that a new idea could come through, an insight, a realization that perhaps you can complete the task in half the time or with half the expense. That's the beauty of, of living moment to moment and being a little bit more in tune with what's actually going on in the moment. Because in some senses, if we don't catch this, we're kind of wishing our lives away. We're always looking to, com- to, to complete that next to-do and check it off our list. We're always looking for the next goal. I'll ask you right now, have you achieved a goal before? When you were on your way to achieving the goal, what did it feel like? What did it feel like when you achieved the goal? And what does it feel like now? You probably may have even forgotten about previous goals you've achieved until I just asked you to dig into your memory banks to find something that you've achieved before. Yes, people are wearing a lot of different roles. Yes, people have jobs that are very demanding. That's many of us. There's nothing kind of special about that. Because sometimes we like to be in competition with others about how stressed out and exhausted we are, how overworked we are versus our friends or family. And it may make us feel special in a moment. The ego kind of likes that. But at the end of the day, who's really suffering from that? It's not your friends or family. It's you. Goals can't provide anything that's not already accessible to you internally. I'm talking about your ability to feel a range of emotions and thoughts. Goals don't have anything to do with that. We see examples of the truth of this all the time with successful people. And again, we probably have an experience in our own life where something like for me, okay, getting into medical school, that was a huge goal that I strived for and I worked for. And I achieved that goal. I got into medical school. Then I didn't even go. So you may not have an example so extreme, but it just shows the kind of temporary nature of (laughs) what we think is important at a specific time in our life. 
And it can be fun to feel like you're working towards something. That can be fun, or it can be incredibly stressful. It depends on (laughs) the way that you're approaching that in the moment subconsciously. So can you today take a step back? Because life goes fast. It really does. When you are 80-something years old, you may wonder where the time went and you won't remember. All the moments spent in stress and distress and worry and fear and striving and trying to prove yourself, I can bet that that won't be important to you anymore. What will be important is time and being alive and maybe even wishing you could get that time back. So maybe they're not as important as we think. Maybe the to-dos can have kind of a priority natural order to them that we just kind of naturally lean into, and we know, okay, this needs to be done today. Absolutely, this can't wait. Okay, I'm going to do it. This too, okay, I've got to get it done by today. Good. Tomorrow you wake up. Okay, this is relevant now. And you just gracefully move through your day in your weeks, without all of the other garbage on top of it, that you're, you know, a less productive person, or you're a lazy person, or you're not good enough, or perhaps you have the thought, well, this is where I do get my sense of self-worth, because I'm the hardest working person there is. Somewhere there, there's the knowing that it's actually not all just you, it's not all your conscious mind, there's more to life than that. There's more to life than the micromanager in your head. The world is incredibly interdependent. And within you, there's an intelligence that we don't always have conscious access to. And that's a perfect example of, you know, the way that our hearts beat without us thinking about it. And we blink without thinking about it. And new ideas, new ways of seeing and solving problems and completing tasks. I I like to think of them as like little popcorn seeds in our subconscious. And it just takes, whenever that moment arises, whatever that right moment is, and again, we don't control it usually. (laughs) It happens very naturally where those popcorn seeds pop. And inspiration strikes. Productivity strikes. Realization and fresh ideas strike. Efficiency strikes. So we can leverage those moments instead of always trying to artificially force ourselves into some workaholic mode, seeking and seeking for, we may not even know what we're seeking for, for the attainment of a goal or a promotion or making a certain amount of money. And again, it's likely that when you achieve that goal, your brain is going to be on to the next goal. You won't even have time to put down the surrender flag and take a few moments rest. The mind will be at it again. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Amy Leo. You've been listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. And the next podcast is going to be about Kelly Munstrud, which was what my plan was for October, was to uh, to highlight Kelly. And in fact, the next interview is going to be with uh, a mutual friend of Kelly as well. And we're going to talk about grief in general. Until next time, stay curious, take care of yourself, and keep rocking.